Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. Responsible to say, this is what I said to the church. So I wanted before having this message, I wanted to be connected with him. I wanted to say, Jesus, what is it? What is it that I want to share with your church? Not what I want, because I want a lot of things. And if I tell you everything I want, you're probably not going to like me. Like Brother Terry was saying, I'm going to say a lot of things I should. So I don't want to tell you what, I, what, I, what is inside my heart. I want to say what God put inside of my heart and say, tell that to my people. Be my messenger. Take it out there for them. That's what I want to say. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's just keep praying here. Now, God did bless me with a message and a title. And the title of the message is Love. So I said, Lord, I want one of those cool titles like the pastor comes up with. He says, okay, here you go, love. So see, it's not what I want. It's what he wants. It's what he gives. So we're going to be talking about today about love. Now, I did have my Gideon moment. Has anybody had a Gideon moment? I, I said, Lord, uh, I know that it's you that's talking to me, but Lord, can you kind of give me a sign? Okay. okay. So I'm sitting at work, and I see this woman, older lady, very nice lady. She comes my way, and she has a mask on. And I could see, well, I couldn't see what was written on it because the words were very little. It was a scripture. So, but I could see a word. You know what that word was? It was love. Are you satisfied, son? Yeah, that was good. It was very good. But even though I didn't tell him, he knew I was not satisfied. He knew. God knows us. See, the same way that some of our friends and some of our spouses knows us, like Sister, Sister Sarah said, why are you so sick today? Why are you so stiff? I said, because I'm preaching today. But I'm fine. So people know, imagine how much more God. So then he gave me another sign. I follow a pastor on YouTube. He posts three to five minutes, short messages. And I go there and I want to listen. You know, it's called Minutes with God. So I just, I saw just what he was preaching on. Love. So you're going to be hearing a lot of love today. And it's not even Valentine's. See, I'm not going to be preaching about that love. I'm going to be preaching about a much deeper love. A love that can only come from the Father. A love that can only come from our God. A love that is blind to everything else. A love that doesn't care where you come from. What you've done last night. What you've done five minutes ago. A love that says, I want this child. And I'll be by your side. And I'll help you. And I'll pick you up when you and I'll scrape your knee when you get messed up. That's that kind of love that, I, that God is telling me to, to share with you. Could I have 1 Corinthians uh, verse 13? 
Charity, which is love. Love suffereth long and is kind. Love and envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinks not evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never fails. Isn't that great? Love never fails. Never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall fail. Whether there be knowledge, it shall fail. Wow. Sister Martin, could you pray for them, please? go back to verse number four. I'd like you to open it. Love suffers long and is kind. I don't know about you, but I like to be around people that are kind, people that are nice, people that envy me. I can tell them. I can share things with them. And I know that they want the best for me because there's love. There's love there. Next one, please. He does not behave unseemly. Does not want his own things. It's not about that person. But they're happy about you. It's not easy provoked. That's something that I need to work on. Sometimes we do get offended. We do get provoked. Let love flow in our lives. Let love covers us and protect us. Does not like iniquity, but love is the truth. See, love is about the truth. Doesn't want to stick around iniquity. Doesn't like to stick around things that are not right in God's eyes. Next one. Beareth all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures. We're enduring a lot right now with everything that's going on in our lives. And we need love. We need the love of the Father to help us to keep on going. It is difficult. It is difficult, the situation that every person in this world is going through. But we have to share our love, like we were saying a little earlier. We have to encourage others, not 
not showing the love of God to me. Saying what sharing it with them, what God has done in my life. I have a lot to share with you today. See, God took me from point A to point B. He changed my direction. The direction that I was going to a direction of destruction. He turned me around and pointed me the right direction. He didn't have to do it. He does not need me to say it. But because of his love, because he doesn't want me or any one of us to follow our faces and to not make heaven, his love comes to our aid. His love seeks us. You know what they say? Like a, the, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a love that just goes after you. It's a heat-seeking love. Where's my, where's my son? Where's my daughter? And so much love for that person and for you. Love never fails. Love is going to be different. You're going to feel the love of God. But what is love? That's why I want you to ask, what is love? It's not a song that they make you write for the girlfriend. That's not the love I'm talking about. There's nothing wrong. I love my wife and my wife loves me, I hope. But that's not the love I'm talking about. It's a much deeper love. Agape love. Have you heard of the agape love? Kids love their parents. Their parents love their kids. But that's not that love. It's a good love. Palpable. You can feel the love when we open the altars. When the spirit is flowing, I feel the spirit moving. I feel the love of God. I feel hearts being broken and being put into place. I feel people getting close to God. And I feel the love just embracing all of them. At least I feel that. When I feel that I'm not worthy to receive his love. When I feel that I have made so many mistakes, even after I started serving him. But he still he comes and he hugs me and he loves me. It's a love that is inexplicable. A love that we don't deserve. I'm trying to be a little bit better and love others. Others that sometimes look at me not even as a person. Or people that kick me to the side and dismiss me. But I try my best to love them, to love them. You see, without God, I cannot do it. Because our hearts are evil. If we don't have the love of God inside of our hearts, we're not going to love. And the Bible does say God is love. God is love. Praise the Lord. The Lord always tries to compare himself with things, but sometimes he just can't. How can he compare with anything? When he, put, when he swore to the people of Israel, he says, there was none greater, so I swore by my name. When he compared his love, he needed something to compare with. The only thing that was even remotely acceptable to our minds, to our finite mind was the love of a mother. Can I have Isaiah 49, 15, please? Can a woman forget her suckling child 
that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget. Yet will I not forget you. What is, the, what is it that a mom's love is? What kind of love is that? I was thinking about something that, that causes a woman to love her child so much. It's, these are some of the points that I could come up with. They have a connection. For nine months, that little baby is kicking, punching. My wife would know when the babies would wake up. The baby is waking up. Okay, great. Let me sleep now. They know. They know. Some women, even after they have their babies, Pastor, they still have depression. Because they miss that connection with that work of art from God inside of them. They miss that. I miss him sleeping and waking me up and asking for food. And, oh, I miss that. So it is kind of sad, but that's the difference. That's how deep the love is. They feel like something's missing. Now, that's mom's love, right? I'm so glad that God compared that to mom's love and not to dad's love. Because, guys, we love our kids. I love my kids. But it's not even close to the way my wife loves her. I'm sure it's the same way with you. There's just something different. We're five people in our house. We have to, my wife has to make four different foods because me and her, we eat the same thing. It's okay most of the time. But a lot of times we say, I don't like tomatoes, I don't like onions, I don't like this. And the poor lady goes to the stove and cooking for everybody, everyone. Okay, let me just get some food. I have a solution. You don't like it? Go fast. Don't eat. That's my solution. Do I hate my kids? No. I love them. But I'm not, I don't have the love of a mom. A mom says, no, I agree. They're great. They need all this stuff. So she goes and she cooks four different foods for them. That's only a mom can do that. I can't. When we first got married, we lived in our, in our, in my parents' house. They had a business and we lived there. Why not? You know, we rent for two years. So we lived there. Then it was time for us to move out. So we, we moved to uh, Americana Apartments in Pasco. It wasn't even a one bedroom. It was a studio. So every time you pass by each other, excuse me, give me here, excuse me. So small, but we loved it. We loved it. That was our own place. We just loved it. Now, one day, and David was too much. He was just sitting out there in the crib. One day, me and the wife were so I said, okay, give me my son. I'm out of here. So I took him. Didn't fit him. She claims to be five foot three. I don't think so. She's a solid five foot. She got to that door. She looked like a six foot ten, 400 pound bear. Something inside of me said, don't do it. Don't do it. Just, just don't do it. So, I, so okay, so how am I going to bend down to my wife now? So I had to figure out a way. So I said, okay, I'm not going to do it today. So I put it, I calmly put him down in this crib, and I went and cried to myself. But I had to go alone. It's not that she hates me. She has that love. Remember the love that I was talking about? 
just something for her kids, just like all moms have. She wasn't she was about to rip my head off if I tried to walk away with her child, with our child. I didn't want any part of that. Now, this is human, but I'm telling you, even animals have the same Few years ago, maybe, I don't know, six years ago, I was on King Road. I was in Richmond going to Kennewick. I was right in front of Yoke, and I, to my left, I could see that the cars were all stopping. And I'm thinking, why are those cars stopping? So as I got closer, I saw a mama duck with a little duck in Real slow, they didn't care about the cars. So, I went, and then on, on my way back, I said, I hope they notice me. Unfortunately, they didn't notice me. I, as I passed by, she was splattered. She was killed with her baby. Why would a little duck do that? Ducks fly, you know. She could have flown over and said, hey, humans, can't get me here. But because of her love for her ducklings, she paid a very heavy price. She died to save them. So this love that God has given a, a human, he also gave to me. I see things. I was going to post a video and ask brothers to share. Mama dog and a papa dog. And she, because of her kids, the mama dog goes and beats up on dad. So he stay away from the kids. It's beautiful thing. It makes you cry. Love. She's protecting her kids. She's protecting her baby. Her love is protecting the baby. Matthew 24, 12 says this. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Do you think there's a lot of iniquity out there in this world? It's a crazy upside-down world where everybody's trying to eat each other alive. You can't say anything if you have slept around. You can't say anything if you have called into the box. Anything. You've got to be careful what you say. I was even preventive. My wife said, careful what you say. So I got that in the back of my mind. Don't want to get in trouble. It's an ugly world out there. And because of that, there's no love. There's no love. You see people getting upset and shooting at each other in traffic stops. Or you cut in front of me, you do this. There's no love. There's no, uh, I'll forgive you, I'll let you go. Forget about that. There's no love. See, but this thing I'd like to tell you, there's nothing you can do to be unloved by God. Whatever it is that you think that is holding you back, you're wrong. Maybe you're wasting an opportunity for being used by God. Maybe God has deposited something so precious inside of you, a talent so precious inside of you, and you're just sitting back on your hands saying, I can't do this because I kicked the dog yesterday or because I kicked the cat yesterday. Don't let that fool you. God has given you that Use it or lose it. He might take it away from you and give to somebody who's asking God for, for, for a talent. Use it. 
Have you seen? We all have sins in front of the glory of God. That's what the word of God says. Who knows you have sins? He knows. He knows we were created in justice. But he also knows that he's going to help us to overcome whatever it is that holds us back. See, I, I, I'm a type of person that I think I've always been like that. I mean, I, I, I try to, to be kind to people. But in turn, I like people to be kind to me. See, if I'm not African, be kind to somebody. Years ago, I worked for a company, and uh, my, the owner of the company says, Ali, go and see my friend who's interested in my product. He's going do a business with his friend. So I went and did a presentation. It's really confident. It's called Winning Fox. And I thought, wow, I'm in good shape. I'm excited. Two days later, I asked my boss, hey, I haven't heard from this man. Oh, I don't, don't worry about it. He doesn't have somebody else. I said, but, 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 but boss, he said he was going to do it. He keeps on looking at me. I look my eyes and says, Ali, nobody cares about you. You know how that made me feel? It made me feel like, who cares? You don't have to buy from me if you don't want to. But you don't need to push me down like that. You know, it really broke my heart. I I have never, I don't, I, it's not, if it's a mistake on my part, Lord, forgive me, but I don't think I've ever said to anybody, nobody cares about you. It is so demeaning. It is so bad to come to somebody and say, nobody cares about you. But see, but that's what the world does. Remember, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax. He didn't care how, how he was going to hurt me. See, but I'm a servant of God. Even though I got sad, even though I got discouraged, I cried out to the Lord, and the Lord loved me. He lifted me up. He says, I care about you. It doesn't matter that the world doesn't care about me. My God cares about me. See, when I'm crying, when I'm in my difficulties, when I have problems in my head, I don't go to my boss and tell him about it. I tell Jesus, here's my problem. I know that you can help me in your time like this. And he always comes through for me. See, when you love, the Ten Commandments are easy to follow. The Ten Commandments, people look and go, I can't do this. Well, yeah, because you're not, you don't have the love of God inside you. You don't have the Spirit of God living inside you. What does it say? Some of them say, see, if I love, I don't have to have, I don't need what you have. I don't need to, leave that, to lie about you or to you. I don't need to chew. I don't need to spew. I don't need to envy or do anything to hurt you. I don't need to because I have the love of God. In other words, I'll be happy with the blessing that God has given me. See, I learned to be thankful. I've learned to be thankful. And the more thankful I am, the more he blesses me. You're not going to hear me complaining. And if I do, you can punch me in the face. Okay? You're not going to hear me complain because God has my best. Okay? He has my best. We were blessed this week. We didn't even know. And there's money coming to us. We didn't even know. And then the lady says, oh, and there's more. We 
didn't even know. Am I telling you to, to am, am I sharing this to let you know that the money's coming in? No. I'm telling you because I'm coming close. Right here. And his love for me is amazing. It's amazing how much he loves me. It's so nice when you are blessed that you don't even know. You know, just like you lift up this week. I love him. So in other words, I'll be happy about the blessings that God gives me. Why? Because that's what Jesus expects. He expects me to be happy with what he gives me. I don't want him to think, am I not good enough for you? I don't want him to tell David. You tell me what you told David. Because David, I've given you the riches. I've given you the, the you're the king, the kingdom. I've given you wife. Was that not enough for you? Tell me, I'll give you more. So that's how I feel. I don't want to complain. I don't want, I really don't. Because I am happy with what the Lord has given me. How he has blessed me. Not everybody is blessed. Not everybody is like that. Another thing. We need to share the blessings that the Lord has for us. See, if you don't have anybody to shout with you when God bless, call me. I'll rejoice with you. And I promise I'm not going to be angry. If God blesses you, let me know. Call me. And we'll scream together and praise God together. That's what we need to do. We need to encourage each other. Let, let, we need to let each other know that we have their backs. That we're encouraging each other. We're happy for you. You've got a new job. Hey, I'm not envious. I'm happy for you, Brother Toby. Hey, you got some more money coming? Brother Dick, I'm happy for you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for you. Love it. Love it. But that's not how it works. I shared something a few years ago with a co-worker. And I'm sharing on my, my I'm a naive person. Can I say something? I'm very naive. I tell people things because I, I think they're going to be happy. But I forgot that we live among vipers. I forgot. So I tell him, I give you this. I got this picture right here that I'm telling. And then when I got to the final, his face closed. And I said, God's not happy for me. I just realized he's not happy for me. I told you I'm naive. Because I'm not understanding. But you know what it is? That once God gave me his spirit. Once he deposited his most precious thing inside of my heart, he changed me. He changed me. We don't, we don't necessarily need to give people all of our secrets, but rejoice for each other. Let's, let's thank God together. As a family, we are a family. And my heart's broken today. Maybe they knew I was going to be up front. And that's okay. But my heart is broken. See, I've invited people from worship because they're not here. My heart's broken. And you, you know why my heart's broken? Because there are going to some, some struggles. So I said, Jesus, you're here to help us. I said, you could even move if you are. I said, let me help you. Come. Hear the word of God. God got good things for us. 
love me, Peter. Feed my sheep. That's Jesus' commandment. Feed my sheep. In other words, do what he wants, which is spread his word. Spread. Go that seed. Go. It's okay if the birds eat some of those. It's okay. It's okay if it's, there's, uh, there's no water, like we're not having water right now. It's okay. It's okay if you know the weed grows. It's okay. But some of that seed, some of that seed is going to hit a heart, and it's going to grow. And it's going to turn into a mighty evangelist. It's going to turn into a mighty preacher of the word. It's going to turn into great people like the youth that we have. Throw it out there. Do you love me, Peter? Feed my sheep. serve God if you don't love. And you can't love if you don't serve God. Because that's the love of which we're serving. It's not just saying I love you. It's a deep love. It's a very different love. But you got to be serving the Lord. you got to have his spirit in you. See, and the thing is that before the Lord destroyed the earth, he looked inside a man's heart and he said there was nothing good that he contributed to the world. There was nothing good. And not only the man, but the sister too. He looked inside of everybody's heart. There was nothing good. He was shocked because there was no love. There was corruption. There was hate. There was envy. That's why the flood came. I'm going to wipe everything out. I'm going to start over. I don't like what I see. And it pains me to say this, but we are in the same world today. Even a little bit worse. How people see each other. See, a lot of times, I'm a kind of person, I'm an observer. And you just sit and if you look, don't say anything, and then you want to just listen. And just see how people react to each other, what they do to each other. Not necessarily in our midst, but out there. I'm just watching. I, I don't like what I see. I don't like it. God is still looking inside of our hearts, and I don't think he's very happy. He's not seeing the love of God in our hearts. A different situation in my life. I had just changed jobs, and uh, I was able to go back to my older customers. They were out of contract. They had loans. Nothing tying them to my old company. So I started offering them better deals. My new boss loved me. He's like, oh, how are you doing? You want a business card? Until I got a phone call from my co-worker. He says, Ali, dude, you got to stop doing this. You're going to get me fired. Take my job. You know what I did? I stopped. Not because I didn't have to. I didn't have to. There was legally, ethically, morally, there was nothing wrong. Business can go and take their business. But it affected me. I said, okay, I'm stopping. I don't want you guys to do this. I'll go somewhere else. So I had to share that with the boss, the new boss. He didn't like it. Because I was upset. I told him, okay, I should have just gone along with it. I'm not going to go after your company. I'm going to get fired. I don't want to do this. 
looking at one little woman who was his daughter. So, we live in a sad world. I'm not, no, I'm not saying it's the deficit in business that we have great pedicles. We have a focused laser beam. We understand that. But there are other ways of earning a living. Okay? If somebody comes to you, hey, I'm about to lose my job because of what you do, at least me, I don't know what you would do. I stayed away. I want to give them the blessing. And God has only blessings in store. I don't need to do it. I didn't need to take anything more from them. I just want to make sure. First John 4, 7, and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. I heard someone say this, and I want to read this right on the score. But he said this. Don't confuse kindness with so I want to say, this is me, typo, I think it's already time. So I want to say, don't confuse God's love with wickedness. He is good, he's loving, he's all that, but he's also a judge. His word gives us parameters, okay? He says in the Old Testament, if, if the animals come up by the mountains, if they even touch the mountains, they are to be slain. So he has given us parameters. So when you love, when you expect him to be loving, yes, I agree with you 100%. He's loving. But when he comes back to this earth, he's not going to be coming back in a loving fashion. He's going to be coming back in a way of judgment. For those of us who are saved, for those of us who have received the Holy Ghost, for those of us who have given our lives back to the Lord, praise God, what a great moment. We're going home. But if you're not right with God today, and I'm talking to us, and if you're not God, right with God today, get right with Him. Don't take your, don't kid yourself saying God is love. Don't stop there. Someone much wiser than me told me, when you read something in the Bible, you go back a couple of scriptures before and a couple of scriptures after. So you can get the whole context of it. Don't just read what you want to read. Okay? So God is going to be coming and he's going to be judging. So I am glad that my sins have gone ahead of me, have been forgiven. I do not want my sins to follow me. I don't want to try his love that way. He expects you to be to do your best in serving. See, we are Tower of Pentecost. The building is not Tower of Pentecost. Every time you go out, you represent His people. You represent God. You represent who we are. So be Tower of Pentecost at work, at school, playing ball, anywhere with the neighbors, like like he mentioned. Uh, mentioned about Brother Wood and his neighbors. Give Tower of Pentecost there, even when they kill your dad. Be Tower of Pentecost. Be 
He expects you to be a soldier, an ambassador for his work. In other words, in other words, God values your success. That's what I'm going to say. He's not looking for those who sit on their hands. He's not looking for Saul. Saul, where are you? Well, he's hiding behind the stuff. Okay? God is not looking for Saul. God is looking for David. That's who God is looking for. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. I don't know if I gave you that or not. If I haven't, okay. And now by the faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Now, Hebrews 11 says, without faith, you can't please God. Okay? So you need to have some faith. I have a little, in English, but Pastor Grace Lutz, it's in my Bible, it's a little tiny thing. I hope my faith is that size. Because that's all I need. So you need faith. Without faith, not going to please God. Pastor preached last week. Do you remember what he preached on? Hope. Hope. Abraham hoped against hope that he was going to have a child. And God delivered that. A hundred year old man having a child. I have a grandfather of 104. If he called me up and said, you have a baby? I don't know. Uh, it's just me. It's just me. But so hope against hope. So we had hope. But love is greater. You know how I kind of put in my mind about the faith? And I hope I'll be able to to explain it to you. Because in my mind it makes sense. So it's just like the Olympics are going on, right? So you have three gymnastics. So the first one, which is faith, goes out there and gets the dance. It's the most perfect. And then hope comes in. She gets another dance. Wow. It's tough for the because it's difficult for love to break out. But love comes in and get an eleven. It's not even in the book. You can't get an eleven. But somehow love gets an eleven. That's how I look at it. Lord, I, I need faith to go through this stuff. Well, you have faith in the face of all the things. Lord, I need hope. I need to hope against all hope that it's going to work out. Good stuff. But love still wins. We need love. Boys and girls, we need love. We need to love each other. Praise God. Love, one of my favorite characters in the Bible is Joseph. For everything he went through, everything, he sold and betrayed by, by his brothers and sent him to a, to a land where he didn't speak the language, he didn't know the people as a slave. What a terrible situation to be. But I read in, the cha in Genesis chapter 50 that he forgave his brothers. He says, brothers, you meant to do ill against me. You meant to take me from my father. But that was not you. That was God simply sending me forward, ahead of you, so that I could prepare you guys and you wouldn't die of hunger. So 
imagine how much love this man needed to have to forgive people. Imagine what he felt inside when, a, when you know, being betrayed is terrible. Being betrayed is terrible. But when you were betrayed by one of your own, it's unimaginable. Someone that you trust, someone that you rely on, someone that sometimes might be a blood relative. Hey, we grew up together. We did everything together. And you betrayed me. You threw me under the bus. It was hard. Being Joseph was thrown under a, a train, taken from his family. But he was able to dig deep and look for that love that was flowing from his heart. See, our love is going to be flowing from our heart when we serve God. We have the love of God. Praise God. I'm almost done, so let's just thank you for that. Praise God. He had to go in a place and find that love. He could have very well said, you know, brothers, I'm the second in command here. I'm just going to wipe all of you out. He would be in his right to do that because he was betrayed. But he didn't do that. He decided instead to love and to forgive. And that's why he used one of my favorite people in the Bible. Can I have Josh just finish your thinking? Greater love has no man than this, that a man lays down his life for his friend. You know, one of the things that I look when I, you know, look in the news and I hear it and read about it, when a police officer goes in to kill somebody, he gets shot in the head. Leaves a lot of tears. Or a, or a firefighter doing the same thing, looking for people in a burning building. He doesn't look home. The wife says, where's my husband? He doesn't want to help her. Or a military people. They leave everything. Overseas fight for their freedom. Get shot at. Some are killed. So some are maimed. See, they are doing that for us. But it's all about love. It's all about the community. It's all about their neighbors. That's what they're, they're doing. That is the most amazing thing to do. To do something for somebody else. But you know what? I always look back at the master. I've been to Jerusalem. I've walked the, the roads that he walked. Of course, it's been stripped. It's not the same, whatever it is, but, but it's the same way I've walked. There was a terrible walk to the master. You feel the walls closing in on you. You feel your friends that said they would die for you, leaving you behind. And those that loved you couldn't do anything. Yet, he walked. Yet, he says, I will hang on that cross. Yes, I'll prove to you my love. You may not even be born yet. You'll be born in 2,000 years. But I'm doing this for you, Ali. I'm allowing them. 
you hear what I say? I am allowing them to nail me to this throne. I could smash them. I could wipe them off the shores. I could do anything. You think there are a lot of good weapons out there? You don't know what Jesus got. I can wipe the Romans right now. But I will allow them to hang me on the cross because I want to be an example for you of my love, of how much I care for you. So that 2,000 years forward, when somebody cuts you on traffic, you don't get all upset. When somebody says that they don't care about you, you don't get upset. I'm giving you an example, son. So I just wanted to share with you guys that example. Love. What it's all about. Wow. Without love, we're not going to see God. Without love, we're not going to make it. And we are in a very sad situation. So everybody could stand, please. Hallelujah. As they sing now, I'd like for you to just look inside of Say, Lord, am I missing something here? Do I have your love? Brother Ali was talking about. What am I missing? Do I have enough of that love? It's not God. You don't believe that God. See, the thing with God is that He doesn't give sparingly. You know, when you ask Him, He doesn't give you We don't think it from us. God's going to give us some talent. It's a blessing. It pleases Him. It pleases God when we cry. Not for things that are not important. Not for things that are going to be wasted. Not for the things that we're not going to take when we die. But for those things that will last forever.
It's a spring day. <laughs> 